Obesity is currently one of the biggest problems in the world, negatively affecting every aspect of our lives. Because of this, I decided to hear from real people the real stories. I want to know what made them put on the weight in the first place. Are these people really just junk food addicts who are too lazy to exercise? Or is there much more to the story hiding behind the wall of fat? I want to know, what was the turning point in their life to say enough is enough? And how do they overcome their biggest challenges? We believe that the real people have more good answers than even the best weight loss programs. We hope that they will inspire, educate and motivate all of us to make changes in our lives. And this is how, together, we can contribute towards a better, healthier and happier world. So we have Joel here from the USA, who is uh, 22 years of age, very um, young lad, who is going to share with us his story. And he has lost a staggering 235 pounds. That is absolutely incredible to have got to that point in your life and to have lost all that weight at a young age. To have the motivation and focus and determination to be able to do that is absolutely mind-blowing. So I'm really excited to learn a lot of you today and um, I'm sure everybody that's listening and watching this is also very interested to know that such a young kid can actually get out there and change his life around. So um, congratulations on the on the transformation. Uh, thank you so much. So, what was your what was your heaviest weight that you've been? What's what was the heaviest? Uh, my heaviest weight was four hundred and sixty-seven pounds. Four hundred and sixty-seven pounds, and just to translate that for people who don't work in pounds, that is over two hundred kilos. Yep. That is unbelievable. Two hundred kilos. I just can't imagine how somebody is two hundred kilos. It's like. I yeah, just still with me. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy looking back and you know seeing old pictures of myself and thinking about you know situations I was in and just thinking you know how did I even function as yeah. a person this size you know. Yeah. So were you always a big kid or did you just end up putting on so much weight in a short period of time? Um, I've always been the bigger kid. I've always been fat. I've always loved food, you know. But um, it really around my junior year of high school is when I really started gaining a lot of weight. Yeah. And I put that on from about my junior year of high school to my freshman year of college, so, which was about oh, eight. How, why would you say that you were the big kid, you know, what was it that you were doing differently to put on all this weight? Uh, my family always ate a lot of fast food, we always ate a lot of food in general, and um, a lot of the time I did love video games when I was a kid, so that always, you know, kept me sedentary, I didn't really, yeah. wasn't really active all the time. Yeah, so, so, your, so your parents were also big as well? Uh, yeah, my dad was. And, um, yeah. So yeah. how much how much did your dad weigh? I think he weighed around 250 before he passed, but yeah. So he's 250 pounds, yes? Yep. Yeah. So why would you, why, why do you think that, you know, a lot of, you know, especially in the US, a lot of uh, families are uh, obese and, you know, they, their children end up being obese as well. What do you think is the, or what do you think are the, the problems or the reasons behind that? Um, personally, I just think it's eating not just too much, but too much of the wrong stuff. Um, before I started losing weight, before I got on this journey, I used to eat 
enough people, enough food for probably four or five people, you know. Um, so, and uh, it was the wrong stuff too. So once I started logging my food and everything and realizing, you know, oh, this, you know, quarter pounder with cheese has, you know, this many calories in it. You don't think, oh, this one burger can't be too terrible for me, but then you yeah. look what's in it and then it's, you know, terrible. So get, just give us an idea of when you were at your heaviest, what is the quantity of food and drink that you would consume in one day, just for us to have an idea? A lot of times when I used to go to McDonald's, I would get, you know, two 20-piece chicken nuggets and a burger, and that'd be not a light meal for me, but it'd be about an average meal for me. So just explain to us, if you can't remember everything in detail, but just explain to us the quantity of food that you would eat in one day, just for people to understand how much you were consuming to get to that specific weight. So each day you would drink two to four liters of uh, soda? Yes. And also, I mean, there'd be times where I would just eat, you know, boxes of those little Debbie snack cakes at a time, or um, let's see, usually when I went for, to Chick-fil-A, for an example, I would get two 12-piece nuggets, two chicken sandwiches, uh, and two orders of fries. And also, sometimes I would get a gallon of sweet tea to take home, which I wouldn't drink all in one sitting, but most of it was drank in one sitting. And, and, and that was just one meal that you would have in the day? Um, yeah. Yeah? So just you would have... the time, kind of, yeah. So you would have a few of these throughout the day? Not to that size, but that was usually, you know, my after-school meal or yeah. something like that. So. And then what would, you, what would you be snacking on throughout the day? Was it like chocolates, crisps, cakes? Uh, I ate it all, yeah. Cho- definitely chocolates and chips or crisp, I think you'd call them, uh, yeah. were a big issue for me. Yeah. And uh, how did that make you feel? It made me feel terrible. I mean, at the time when I was eating it, uh, it made me feel good because I've you know, i been, I've had a lot of depression in my life. I've been through some stuff and uh, I usually ate for, ate for comfort. Like, you know, yeah. that food gave me an initial burst of happiness, but yeah. you know, afterwards it left me feeling disgusting and empty. And it was just, you know, temporary comfort, you know. So you were so you were eating for comfort emotionally then. Oh yes, sir. And what and and what were the things that you were emotionally eating about? Like what were the things that you were comforting? Uh, so when I was ten years old, I lost my dad, and uh, it was kind of hard on my mom and me. And um, so she had, and then she was also diagnosed with no, uh, sorry, stage four cancer at that time. Yeah. So about five years later, after I lost my dad, I lost my mom. And uh, that was, that's been the biggest emotional issue for me. It's been, you know, pent up feelings about that. Cause I never really liked to talk about my feelings. I just kind of kept it inside and, you know, just ate for comfort really. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry about, uh, you know, your parents um, passing away at a young age. And I'm, I'm sure it was, you know, very difficult for you to, um, to manage yourself. Um, but. I'm really happy for you, you know, the position that you're in at the minute, um, you know, come through it all, come up on top at the end of it. Uh, it's a big credit to yourself. So, you know, congratulations on pulling yourself through it. Thank you. So um, when, you're, when, you're, when your dad passed away and then um, your mum passed away five years later, that, that's when you then really started to put on the weight, yes? When your mum passed away? Um. It was about a year after my mom passed away, so mom, or about a year and a half, because my mom passed away my freshman year of high school, and 
I moved in with a new family, started to get my life on track, and they they did really great for me. Like they, you know, showed me healthy habits. They, yeah. Because at the time when I moved in with them, I was about three hundred and I think I think I want to say three seventy five. Well, how, how old were you when you um, moved in with another family? I was fifteen. You were fifteen. So how yeah. was how was that uh, moving into a, a new family? You know, people you don't don't even know. How was that? Um, thankfully, I knew these people. They were uh, close family friends, and they treated me. They treated me really well. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I don't know what it was, but around my junior year of high school, I guess feelings started coming back, and I just, you know, got very, very emotional and sad, and I just kept eating for comfort, and yeah. it was almost like I couldn't stop myself. Like I just loved it. I don't know why. Can you say one more time? Sorry, you broke up. What? What? emotional feelings were you going through when you were putting on this weight to become the heaviest you've ever been? Well, when I was putting on the weight, I did deal with a lot of depression and a lot of sadness, but um, I've always been the type that, I, well, the way I was raised was, you know, don't show your feelings, don't um, don't let people see you're sad, you know, be strong, yeah. which was part of the thing my mom kind of instilled, instilled in me because she always had such a high pain tolerance. Like, we never knew she was suffering from cancer. We never knew any of the stuff, so I didn't want to tell anybody about it. I didn't want to, you know, face face my situation, I guess, would be the right word. Yeah. yeah. So. You were, you basically were just holding everything in. Basically, yeah. Yeah. And, and how was... I was going to say, usually when I was eating this food, it wasn't like I was, you know, sitting at the family dinner table. It was usually I was, you know, shut off my room. Yeah. I was, you know, hiding it. It wasn't like something I was very proud of at all. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically, when you were eating all this food, you would be shut off from everybody else. You'd be by yourself, and you'd just be just eating and eating and eating. Pretty much, yeah. I'd be eating. I'd be usually I was eating and playing video games, which is a deadly combination. So. Yeah, yeah. And um, how 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 bad did it get for you being in this position? You know, was it was it just the eating you were doing, or was it other things you were thinking about doing to yourself? Mm, it was mostly just the eating because um, I never really considered suicide or anything like that. So, I feel like that thought's in a lot of people's heads, but it was—I don't think it's ever been very prevalent in my head. So, so when you when you got to the heaviest point of your life, which was how much? Four hundred sixty-seven pounds. So when you got to that point of four hundred sixty-seven pounds, what was the turning point for you to say enough is enough? So I was moving from uh, Texas, which is where I'm originally from, to North Carolina for just, I was thought I was just gonna live here for the summer and ended up staying longer. But uh, I was moving in with some more family that lives in North Carolina and they wanted me to go to the doctor to get checked up on. Yeah. What's the doctor? And I stepped on the scale because I, when I started gaining the weight, I stopped weighing myself. I had no idea what I weighed, you know, kind of the ignorance is bliss situation. And when I stepped on that scale and saw 467 pounds, it was kind of like, you know, I was really taken back. First thing with their mom line was, holy shit, really? <laughs> so it was, um, it was shocking, really. Why did you say, look, enough is enough. I'm going to do something about it. I, it was mostly just because I was tired of throwing my life away. I felt like I was, you know, pretty much killing myself with food. I was, you know, I wasn't living my life to the fullest and... It was time for a change. So, so you basically just said, "Look, enough's enough. I'm I'm not doing what I want to do in my life." 
and I'm going to do something about it. Pretty much. And did you instantly do something about it or was it uh, a gradual uh, progression? Did you start and stop? What was the process? Um, so initially it started off, you know, very light, you know, I mean, especially with every time someone asks me how to start, I never tell them, you know, instantly be perfect, instantly go to the gym, instantly do this. So it started off with me with just a, I would take light walks, walks to the neighborhood, which at 467 pounds, it's actually a surprisingly good workout. Yeah. And it was small things like cutting out sodas, you know, uh, yeah. cutting out candy. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's still good to reward yourself every once in a while, but when you're doing it to the extent that it's every day, that's when it gets bad. So when you were four, so, yeah, that's how it started off. When you were 467 pounds, how, how was it living your life every day? How, how difficult was it to, to live at that weight? It was pretty difficult and I didn't realize how difficult it was till I got to this weight. Um, Cause I would always, I was constantly out of breath, you know, after walking, you know, probably a few hundred feet. I yeah. was, um, I was always going to, after going up staircases, yeah. I would you know, take up most of the hallway, you know, I would, uh, it never got to the point where I had to turn sideways to get into doors, but it yeah. was getting yeah. there. And then also, I always had to worry about whatever chair I was sitting in. I always had to worry, is this gonna be strong enough to support me? What about, you know, so, what about putting your shoes and clothes on? Was that difficult for you to do as well? Uh, definitely, I remember uh, sometimes being out of breath after putting, after tying my shoes. Yeah. 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 What, what and also shopping you... for clothes was a terrible experience because um, I was, at my biggest size, I was a 6XLT, which is pretty much a 7XL and a 64 size pants, so. So you were 7XL and you were a 64 inch waist? Yes, sir. And, you know, obviously not every store is going to hold, they have that in stock. So we had to go to specialty stores and it was, you know, just a really bad experience. Yeah. So, uh, other things which I'm interested in, how, how was it like to shower? You know, how do you bath or shower? How difficult was that? Was it a long process? Uh, showering wasn't too difficult, actually. Um, it was a decently long process to make sure everything was clean because, you know, yeah. there's a lot of fat. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So it would take a lot longer than just now jumping in the shower and just on the quick wash and jumping out? Now that I think of it, yeah. yeah. It, took a, it took a little bit longer. What, what about sleeping? How, how difficult was it for you to sleep? I mean, I never got to the point where I had sleep apnea or anything like that. So, because thankfully I caught or I stopped being obese before. Um, a lot of those health issues kicked in, so sleep wasn't too terribly difficult for me. So, yeah. So you you didn't have you didn't get to that point of having difficulty when you were sleeping, right? So, so you got to that heaviest point, um, and you then started to make some changes. So you know there there would be people out there that are that particular size, or if they're not, they are you know maybe some people are just 100, 200 pounds in weight. I'm interested also to know, like, you know, the first few steps, what you did, how, you know, what, what was the first milestone? Was it like losing 50 pounds, 100 pounds? And what is it that you did to actually lose 50 pounds, 100 pounds? You know, the first milestone, what did you cut out? What did you change, etc. Well, uh, my first milestone was losing 50 pounds. And um, when I started, I knew I had a lot of weight to lose. I had a goal of losing 200 pounds and then and when you're, whenever you have that much weight to lose, you can't look at it like, okay, I have 
200 pounds to lose. You have to look at it like, all right, I'm gonna lose this 10, I'm gonna lose this 20, I'm gonna lose this 50, you know. So I broke it down to little points like that. And the first one was 50 pounds. And I started that off by, uh, first off, I started tracking my food using an okay. app called My Fitness Pal. And basically once, it gave me a calorie goal to stay under. And yeah. it, once I saw the, you know, all the calories that things had in it, that helped, that helped me accountable. And I just did my best to stay under that calorie goal. Yeah. So I cut out full sugar sodas. Um, I, cu- I cut back, sweet tea was one of my biggest, um, biggest vices being from southern u.s and uh i cut that out for the most part um really cut back on my snacking pretty much cut out candy cut out crisps cut out um mostly most of my fast food eating i cut out um and drinking a ton of water has been a huge deal for me yeah so that was what you did to lose the first 50 pounds oh yes and also my i just started off just walking just take getting up in the morning taking like a mile and a half walk through the neighborhood yeah and that was that definitely helped me you know stay active keep yeah. moving that. so when you lost your first 50 pounds how did it feel uh i felt really accomplished because yeah. at that point i hadn't really accomplished anything big like that so once i lost that 50 pounds it was you know it was huge for me how did you celebrate did you do anything to celebrate I don't think I did anything to celebrate at that point. Uh, I think the biggest, the first time I celebrated was, I think I think I, first time I celebrated was 100 pounds. I can't yeah. remember what I did for that. So that was your next milestone, was it the 100 pounds then? Oh yeah, 100 pounds yeah. was the big milestone. Yeah. So did you do the same things to lose the next 50 pounds? Just continue doing what you're doing or did you add in some other habits? Um, yeah. I, I added in some other habits. I kept the same thing of vlogging my food and, yeah. uh, you know, drinking my water. But in this, now I had added in going to the gym and also I'd taken up playing, uh, I think y'all call it football, but soccer. Yeah. I'd gotten invited to play with a pickup group and obviously at probably f- oh, just over 400 pounds, I couldn't move like everybody else. So I just played goalie, which yeah. we had those really small goals. And, uh, even just, just standing out there, getting a little bit of action, you know, in the yeah. hot Carolina summer sun yeah. was great for me. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I bet also it was good for you to be around people, to have, you know, just have that team environment, cohesion with other people, being part of something, feeling yeah. part of something, even that you were in goals and, uh, you know, you weren't able to run around like you would, but it was just the accomplishment of being there and being part of something made you feel good, yeah? Yeah, it, that was definitely huge too. And uh, it's kind of crazy because I still play on occasion with the same people and it's just a night and day difference from yeah. when I started. So, so, so you lost 100, 100 pounds uh, by this point. And then what do you do then to lose the next uh, 100 pounds? Was it the same thing, just continue consistently? Yeah, it, yeah, it's pretty much the same thing, just being consistent. And uh, over the time, I've kind of, at first I was really, really strict, like, you know, well, I can't have this, I can't have that. And slowly I realized, I think most people call it the flexible dieting approach, but I realized, you know, to be strict, but not restrictive, you know, like, you know, I would allow myself to have, you know, a piece of cake, you know, now and then, as long as it wasn't an everyday thing. Um, yeah. I was more flexible and that helped me stay on track because the more strict I was with myself, I tended to, you know, fall off the wagon. Yeah. So you, the more pressure you put on yourself, the the more you would basically do the opposite. Yep. Yeah. 
So you were you were flexible in what you were doing. You weren't being uh, completely strict in what you were doing. There was some flexibility there as well. Yeah, and that's where I am today. Actually, as I'm still, I'm still doing the whole, you know, I'm drinking a lot of water. Actually, this is the water bottle I carry pretty much everywhere with me. So, and I try to drink about. How many liters a day were you drinking? Of water? Yes. Uh, back then, I tried to drink. I try. I think I can't. I can't remember the exact number, but I think I tried to drink just over a gallon. And now I'm trying to drink just over two every day. Yeah. Two gallons, so. And what does that do to you, drinking a lot of water? Um, it honestly makes me feel just a ton better. Um, I can on days when I haven't had a lot of water like today, I haven't had the most, and I can tell I feel more, you know, a little bit more tired. I feel just dry, and you know, yeah. So drinking water like definitely makes me feel a lot better. What would you say was the biggest challenge for you to when you were losing the first hundred pounds, and what was the biggest challenge on the second hundred pounds? The first hundred pounds was definitely. Um, fighting cravings because uh, I just just then stopped, you know, just then stopped eating like I was. So I still yeah. had cravings for, you know, sweets and just everything like that. So fighting that off was a challenge. So how did you fight it off? What did you do? Uh, it was mostly just willpower. Um, also, I found substitutes. That was the thing for the next 100 pounds because uh, I still had those cravings and everything, but finding substitutes like, you know, protein bars instead of a candy bar you know uh, actually the biggest thing was a piece of fruit instead of a candy bar yeah um, so instead of eating candy bars you would eat fruits yeah yeah uh, fruit fruit was a huge part of my diet for a while yeah yeah which is, is a common misconception people think that eating fruits are is too high in sugar and everything and that's complete BS you know fruit it, it's a definitely a great tool to help that sweet tooth when you're trying to lose weight fruits, fruits are one of the strongest uh, foods that you can eat you know it has a lot of essential vitamins and minerals antioxidants anti-cancers etc etc you know they are the superfoods that people need to eat exactly so when you said that a lot of it was willpower what was the what where was that willpower coming from what was the purpose behind this what was the purpose of Joel to achieve losing this weight? Well, um, at first it was really weak. It was kind of, you know, I didn't think I could do it. You know, I definitely had a good cheer system of my aunt and uncle that I was living with. They uh, cheered me on. They're like, you know, you got this. And, you know, they busted my, busted my ass when I wasn't, you know, uh, <laughs> when I wasn't, you know, really motivated. Um, but the biggest thing was once I saw results, like once I saw, holy crap, I lost 10 pounds. Holy crap, I lost 20 pounds. It started, you know, motivate me to keep going like it became an addiction at that point yeah so the more results you were getting the more motivated you would continue to keep going to keep going to keep going because you would feel even better losing this weight and you just wanted more of this you wanted to feel better and better and better yeah and a lot of the times like if we had have a company luncheon or something i could think you know uh you know i usually bring my lunch for a while uh i get the place i worked and just thinking about seeing my results was something that kept me on track. Yeah. So, you know, you've done this around your, you know, your college and university life. So I'm sure that there are people that have seen the whole journey as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what, do they, what do they say to you? You know, what, you know, what they say to you now when they see you lost, you know, all this uh, weight? Um, well, the biggest thing I get is, holy crap, you look so good, you know, stuff like that. But uh, a lot, especially a lot of people I played soccer with, they're, 
they were just blown away by you know the night and day difference and uh so yeah it's just a lot of people noticing the difference and congratulating me on it so no it's crazy because i've actually the reason i told do my whole instagram thing and everything is to help inspire people and through this i've actually been able to inspire people in my personal life like you know some a couple of my close friends and even my brothers and sisters and stuff like that so yeah it's uh it's amazing uh achievement it's incredible what you've done what, what you've gone through at such a young age and to come over it at such a young age as well it is absolutely incredible and it's uh it's a story that everybody needs to hear because there's so many people that are in your position and unfortunately don't come out on top for a number of reasons but that's yeah. that's why you are here now to inspire and motivate and help encourage other people at your age to actually take action and they can do it if you've done it yeah exactly which near the start of my journey i remember seeing someone on instagram actually uh i posted about this the other day he uh I saw his transformation and he had lost, I think, I don't want to misquote it, but he lost over 200 pounds. And that kind of planted the seed in my head, like, okay, maybe if he can do it, I can do it. So just seeing it's possible is a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. So what's the next uh, part of this journey, Phil? Um, lately it's become not about the weight loss at this point. Uh, I've started playing American football. I've, you know, I've started wanting to, get actually stronger, you know, I want to definitely maintain all the weight I've lost. I don't want to go anywhere backwards, but um, the next part of my journey is just, you know, getting stronger, getting faster, get, staying healthy, and basically being the best version of myself I can be.